1067-WRAMRadioMindF.com, the Prairie Communications Sports Network. We have more postseason basketball. The Abingdon Avon girls basketball team here. They're warming up right now on the floor. They're getting ready for sectional semifinal action here from Bushnell Prairie City High School. And we're in the bowl here. It's me, uh, Caden Rogers, broadcasting tonight with uh, Sean Temple. Tonight, how are we doing tonight, Temp? It is a big night in uh, girls basketball. It is a big night. A uh, couple of, uh, actually, four really good ball clubs here at this at this sectional tournament. We had a really good game before this one. Illini Bluffs comes back late to beat Anwan, fifty-three to forty-six. So the winner of this one will take on Illini Bluffs uh, uh, on Thursday night for a sectional title. Yes, the super sectionals on uh, uh, next week, and and two teams here, pretty evenly matched, I think. Yeah, it was a fantastic game before us. Got kind of everybody warmed up. I know they, they switched the crowds out, but it got everybody sticking around warmed up and ready to go. And uh, A-Town, of course, they're coming in to the season with a 25-7 and record, 9-2 and in conference play. Uh, how they got here, they went through three games in their regional. They took on Princeville at home in the Princeville regional, of course, but with seeding they played at home, beat Princeville 62-49. to and they took on West Central, the top seed in their subsectional. And uh, All-Stater Shelby Bowman, Harley Haynes, they got a talented roster. They beat them 57-37 to to move on to the regional championship game last Friday where they took down another very good team. It was a stacked regional for them. They beat Weathersfield 46-40 to to move on to this sectional. And then for Lewistown, they're 19-13 and on the season under head coach Joey McLaughlin. Their road to this uh, sectional matchup here, they beat Bushnell Prairie City. In the first uh, game of regionals, the regional quarterfinal, then they took down North Fulton 48-47 in the semis, and then Havana in the regional championship game. That's how they got here. And now sliding into the booth, we're having a three-man booth tonight with uh, me, Temple, and uh, head coach of the Mount Roseville girls, uh, Scott Weber here. How are we doing tonight, coach? A big night of girls basketball. Really fun night. Uh, different sitting up here, but, man, what a, what a great gym. Lots of people here, so it should be fun. Yeah, we'll get into, speaking of coaches, we got two pregame coaches interviews. Of course, we talked to uh, head coach of the A-Town girls, uh, Brent Dugan. We also got a chance to sit down with uh, head coach of Lewistown, uh, Joey McLaughlin, in his third season. We'll go with uh, Coach McLaughlin first. I'll get confirmation. Yeah, we will go with Coach McLaughlin first here. We'll be back in 30 seconds with your pregame coaches interview, and we'll be back with more uh, high school girls basketball here at Bushnell Prairie City High School. Welcome back to WREM pregame show. Joining me on the pregame show, I got head coach of the Lewiston Indians. I got Joey McLaughlin with me. How you doing, coach? Not too bad. Thank you for asking. You bet. Um, girls ready to go here? This is a big one. Yeah, we're as ready as we can be. I mean, we've uh, kind of looked at this as we're the underdog, and we have been for the whole regional, too. So we're, we're ready to go. Yeah, playing some pretty good basketball here down the stretch. Yeah, um, I, I'm happy with it. They've, they've bought in here for the, about the last month, so and they're, they're really playing hard. What's uh, the folks that haven't had a chance to, to watch your ball club play or listen to your ball club play, I guess, uh, kind of take us through your season a little bit, a little, little quick synopsis. We started kind of slow um, and then went into Christmas break at the Tough Town Tournament. Um, and we actually were sitting at like 11 and 13 after a loss uh, to Brimfield and Unity, who we had beat before. Uh, and then we kind of had some, uh, some talks as a team about how much you care and do you want to be here. 
And I think we've ran off eight in a row since we've had those talks. It also helps having Greg Bennett back on the bench, too. I was going to say, uh, it's got to be nice having him back. What, what a great dude. Yeah, he is. Uh, I learned a lot from him when I was coaching under him. And, uh, you know, our circumstances, uh, you know, happened. And, and I had to go to him. And he was my first phone call. And I, I actually asked if I could come and talk to him at home because he's less likely to tell me no if I asked him first. You know. I was going to say, what, what did it take? Or so we keep that under wraps. No. Uh, we're going to keep that under wraps. You know Benny. Exactly. Uh, let's talk about the girls a little bit. For the folks that, again, haven't had a chance to play, I know coaches hate the name drop, but who, who's been playing well for you? Uh, honestly, our, our starting five has been playing really, really well together lately, uh, uh, and we're, we're pretty balanced, honestly. On any given night, we've had different girls score 15 or more, uh, but the, the, the leader on the floor is obviously our point guard, the Smith girl. Uh, she's averaging about 13 a game for us, and we, we kind of go as she goes whether it's she's making baskets or she's averaging about four assists a game, too. So. I know under Coach Bennett, defense was, of course, paramount, and it's got to be. You're going to make great deep runs. I'm sure it's been pretty much kind of continuing on what he has. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, from the coach's standpoint, and I have to do the, the kiss method and, I, you know, keep it simple. And uh, so we've really been talking this last week to month about if we have good help side defense, we rebound the basketball, we keep the other team off the free throw line, we have a shot. We have a shot. So that's really what our focus has been lately. Did you get a chance to see eight down play down at the Beerstown Tournament? Yeah, we did. They're, they are a solid, solid ball club. I've watched quite a bit of film here in the last few days, too. Um, and they do a lot of things well. Their role players know their job. Their, their scores are legit. So it's going to be a tough matchup tonight. What's going to be the key for you guys then, X's and O's, what? Uh, execute. We play clean. If we can play clean, rebound the basketball, then we have a shot. So. Man. Good luck. Thanks very much. Hey, Coach Joey McLaughlin with the Lewistown Indians. Is it Lewiston or Lewistown? Let's go ahead and settle it right now. Yeah, there's a W, so it's town. That's nice. what I'm always said. Yep. <laughs> nice. Well, that settles it, folks. It's Lewistown, so I have been pronouncing it correctly. Yeah. Good luck, Coach. Thank you. We'll be back here on the pregame show. Welcome back to the WREM pregame show. Join me on the pregame show. i got head coach of the H-Town Tornadoes, Mr. Brent Dugan. First of all, man, congratulations on the regional championship. Moving on to the sectional tournament. Yeah, it's an exciting time of the year, and thank you very much for that uh, uh, little shout-out. But, yeah, we're looking forward to tonight's game here in the sectional. Uh, played really good basketball at the regional. I mean, one of the toughest regionals around, and you guys came out of a bit unscathed. Yeah, I mean, we played principal the first day there at our place, and um, turned around and played West Central on that Monday. So quick turnaround time and played against one of the better better guards in the state of Illinois and with Shelby Bowman and played tough game there for three quarters and then we kind of got away from there in the fourth and then Weathersfield was kind of the flip of that game. We played for three quarters, catch up, and then finally caught him in the fourth quarter and got over to a 46-40 win. Uh, honestly, all three of those teams could have won a regional, maybe some other place. Oh, absolutely. And, and you know, those – those three teams were contending for the top top place there in the in the LTC, right along with Anawan. So, and they're here tonight in the sectional game. Six eight morning streak. What have you guys been doing well? Well, we've been rebounding better than we had been throughout the year. Our I defense, see the numbers start coming up. Yeah, they're starting to come up, and our defense has been doing real well as well. But if you keep one shot and hold them to that, and, and get the ball in the outlets to Kenny Quinn and get it up the floor, that good things will happen. Lewistown, what do you know about the Indians? Hey, they're, they're on their own little streak, and they, they do a nice job. I mean, Coach McLaughlin, he's got Coach Bennett. He brought Coach Bennett out of retirement. He's on the sidelines with them. But uh, those guys, they, they just get them to play hard. And obviously the program is what it is. They built that um, with the two of them. 
um, in reverse roles. One is the head coach and one is the assistant back then. But uh, what they do is they put it up on the rim, they go get it. Uh, they play a physical style of basketball. Um, I'm looking for them to change a few things on us defensively tonight. And we've seen a lot of it up, up to this point with boxing ones and triangle and twos. And I would imagine that's kind of what we're looking at again tonight. Pretty young. I mean, how have you kind of protected the girls against, you know, not looking ahead or, you know, whatever? you got the young ball club. How are they, how are they handling this? You know, I, I, I've been waiting for the deer in the headlight look most of the season. And with the games we played and, and the lack of, I call it, lack of cupcakes, but that we didn't have a lot of easy teams on our schedule. So we've been kind of been battle tested. And I feel like when you're battle tested, that deer in the headlight look seems to go away. Um, as, as the season goes along. Um, we're kind of in it as a, you know, hey, sprinkles on top from this point forward, even though we're, we're in it to win it. But um, we've been kind of disrespected the whole way with six seed and, and five seed and a little Lincoln Trail Conference tournament. So I uh, got a little bit of an edge, a little bit of a grid to us, and we got to play for ourselves and prove, prove a lot to a lot of people. Hey, nothing more I like than a little billboard, a uh, little bulletin board material, right? Yeah, we appreciate it. It makes, it makes the coaching pregame pretty simple when you're when you're talking about what you need to shoot for. If you don't have any motivational factors in the game anyway, you should. But if you don't, at least I can motivate them that way. Uh, any any you guys healthy? Or how's, how's that going? Because it seems like everybody's sick around our area. Yeah, the darn weather. Mother Nature keeps changing uh, a little bit for us, and I think that kind of affects our sinus cavities and all that good stuff. So if there's some head colds on the team, and girls have been – kind of whining about that. I don't want to say whining, but I, I'm, I'm right there with them. I got, I got the man cold, as, as they say. But, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're getting through it, and we're just, it's just a process. And who's kidding here? This, everybody has to go through it at some point in time during the season, especially a long season as basketball is. Beautiful gymnasium here, a different shooting background than maybe you're used to. Well, you know, in Knoxville, we came over here at least uh, once a year anyway, and I love this gym, and we did some summer ball stuff down here as well. So I always love this gym as a shooter. Um, great atmosphere. There's always pretty good crowds here. Um, and I, I think tonight's no exception to that with, with the sectional, and there's, <laughs> they're filing in still as you and I are talking here. So, yeah, I look forward to a big crowd. And, and like you said, it's going to be a little bit different as a bowl of a, of a basketball course sometimes Bring that little different vision to the basket, but uh, shoot or shoot, um, and we'll just kind of go with that as a mind frame and make it snuffle on some of our players and say it is that simple and 15 foot shot here and 15 foot like shot like back home. All right, my man. Good luck. We'll talk to you afterwards. Go right. get them. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate it. Head coach Brett Dugan with the Eight Town Tornadoes. We'll be back. We're back here on the PCSN. Those were your uh, pregame coaches' interviews there from uh, head coach McLaughlin of Lewistown, and then. Uh, Head coach Brent Dugan of the A-Town Tornadoes. Caden Rogers broadcasting from the Bushnell uh, Prairie City Bowl, we'll call it. We, we didn't figure out the name, but we'll just, we'll just assign it the bowl here. I'm joined on the broadcast booth by Mama Throwsville Girls Head Coach Scott Weber and Prairie Communications Sports uh, Network Director Sean Temple here at the a packed booth here for a big sectional game. I'm going to turn to Coach Weber, somebody who knows a little bit more than me about basketball. But I'm going to turn it to him and get some thoughts about this game. You know, I... I think it's going to come down to who can handle the, the moment. You know, it's, it's a big game. We talked about A-Town being young. You know, I, Lewison's got some young girls. It's going to come down to who can handle the pressure, you know, who's going to take care of the ball a bit more. We're also, if you listen to post, or the pregame, you know, both of them have post guards that they rely on. And so um, they're going to go as they go. And so whoever can get the upper hand there, I think, is going to have an advantage. Absolutely. You talked about the guard, uh, Kennedy Quinn. It's averaging 19 points per game for the A-Town Tornadoes. Uh, Lewistown Lady Indians uh, senior 
Landry Smith, she averages 12.7. Well, we're going to get ready for the anthem here. We'll be back on the PCSN in a couple minutes. Back here on the PCSN, AM 1330, FM 95.7, WREM, and RadioMountain.com. The anthem kind of stuck up on us here, but we're back here at Bushnell Prairie City High School. Starting lineups are being announced. I'll turn to uh, Mr. Temple for your lineups for A-Town and Lewistown. The Lewistown Lady Indians will be the visitors on the scoreboard, being the uh, seventh seed. The, the, the Tornadoes coming in as the five seed, correct? Does that sound right? I believe it was, yes. A six and seven, maybe it's six and seven. Lewistown Indians, they'll start Landry Smith, a senior averaging 12.5 points. Also, McKenna Johnson, a senior averaging 6 points. Uh, Abby Wyand, a junior averaging just under 9 points a ball game. Lexi Cruzen, a senior averaging 10 points. And Jolie McLaughlin, a sophomore averaging 9 points. Pretty balanced scoring for the Lady Indians. For the 8-pound Tornadoes, Kennedy Quinn, the fabulous freshman, 19 points, 6 rebounds and four assists a ball game. And why not three steals as well? Emma Gunther, a junior, averaging 4 points. Caden Quinn, also a freshman, four and a half points. Haley Redding, a junior, 17 points. And the leading rebounder for the A-Town Tornadoes is six and a half. And also Taylor Ford, a junior, averaging two points a ball game. No seniors in the starting lineup, just one senior on the roster for the A-Town Tornadoes. A young team interested to see who handles the moment. Like Coach Weber said, it's going to be a challenge for A-Town. Tip is underway as it is won by A-Town. They will. Control the opening tip. Freshman Kennedy Quinn will take it over the timeline. Again, a 19-point-per-game score for the Tornadoes. They get it to Quinn on the wing. Hesitation inside. Kick out, and a tie-up early is going to be awarded to Lewistown as they get the opening possession arrow. They'll take it. 7.45. We're underway. Bushnell Prairie City High School. Interesting, too, to see who catches their breath first because they're all going to be <laughs> nervous, and so... Be a little bit winded, too, so this will be interesting to see. I'm nervous just sitting up here. <laughs> I can't imagine being on the court. Three ball on the way from Lewistown short. And it's going to go out of bounds. Last off of the shooter there, number three for the Lady Indians, Landry Smith. Again, 12.7 points per game. She averages. She's a like three ball-wise. She's a 32% shooter. I would think Lewistown would be more, more adept. Uh, shooting the basketball here, they have a very, very similar gym, so they're kind of used to this background. That, that's got to be an advantage for them. You would think. Tornadoes inside and stepping on the baseline. That's going to be a turnover for the Tornadoes. 7-15, the Indians take back over. Bring it over the timeline is Reed Landry Smith. Takes the wing. Go inside. Cruising. And she puts that up, and it's good. First point on the board is Lewistown. Power nothing early. Kennedy Quinn bringing it over the timelines of A-Town. Kick out the Ford. Swing back to Caden Quinn. At the free throw line, she kicks it back out to Ford. Driving inside Ford. Kick out. A-Town under a minute to play. Here's a three ball short. That's going to go out of bounds. And it'll be Lewistown's ball. Three ball short there from Redding. Yeah, that's a deep three for, for a shot. Do get nothing. That, get that arm loose enough early. Yeah. <laughs> Lewistown's got a couple of turnovers. They score the first points of the game. They're back on offense. The inside again, and tie up there. This time it'll be A-Town's ball. They'll take it away, Caden Quinn. Yeah, you can almost see what Lewis is trying to do is get the post presence with with cruising they've gone down twice to her right now first couple possessions just talking to dugan in the in the games that we did earlier this year he said you know that's obviously we don't have a whole lot of height so that's what they i'm surprised more teams haven't tried to export 
Ford looks inside. In the corner, Caden Quinn from three. Off the mark, tip. And awarded to Lewistown. Last touch by number 11, Emma Gunther. Now, the Tornadoes survived a 13-point first half. They only scored 13 points in their, in their regional championship win, so they, they have survived some, some poor shooting early on. And according to Coach Dugan, they were down 5-1 to one at the end of a quarter. So <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Lady Indians ball. Wygan goes inside and foul their offensive foul against, I believe, number 21, uh, Jolie McLaughlin. So the Lady Indians turn it over, and we are under six minutes to play in the first quarter. 2-0. Lewis Town leads. Kennedy Quinn will bring over the timeline. Quinn drives nice inside. Eight. Nice move, and she puts it in for the first eight town points of the game. That's pretty pretty athletic right there. <laughs> Good move for especially a freshman. Again, 19 points per game. The leading score, the fantastic freshman. Puts A-Town on the board. Tied at two. This town ball out to Smith. He drives inside, gets it tipped away, gets it back. Out. Thinking about a three is McKenna Johnson. Maybe the outside, Jolie McLaughlin. Now tipped away and stolen. Kennedy Quinn loses a handle on it. Corrals it, goes up. Gets it knocked away by Smith. It'll stay with A-Town. She's kind of looking for the foul there. That's great defense there by Smith, I think. Yeah, she's just straight up and just she tried to draw the foul and didn't get it. Did a great job of recovering for Lewistown. Inbound to Gunther. Ford will get it back to Quinn at the top of the key. She'll pull short. Tipped back out to Ford. And it finds its way back to Kennedy Quinn. I thought she might have taken another one there since she got it back. I thought she was catching it right in the stride. <laughs> Under five minutes to play in this first quarter. Hayden Quinn swings to Gunther. Inside, Redding kind of loses it, gets it to Quinn. Now it goes to Caden Quinn. She pulls from three just short. Kennedy Quinn on the spot for the rebound. Goes up and draws the foul. First foul. Or first time at the line for both teams. It'll be Kennedy Quinn where she shoots at a 63%. She shot 185 free throws. The most on the floor by far of either team. Too tough for, for Lewiston if A-Town continues to get offensive rebounds like that. Quinn knocks in the first free throw, and it puts A-Town on the lead. 3-2 with 4.45 to go in the first quarter. Well, yeah, well, on the offensive end, when you're trying to pound it into the paint because you feel like you got a size advantage, and then not rebound, well, that's not good. Yeah, and not a good combination. She goes 2-2 two of two at the line. And that puts A-Town with her first lead, 4-2. to two. Smith brings it over the timeline for Lewiston. Out to McKenna Johnson on the wing. Tries to get it inside. Tipped away by, I believe, Haley Redding in the post there. And Kennedy Quinn will control it and bring it over the timeline. Quinn looking inside for Redding. It's out to Caden Quinn. Open three. Knocks it down. Caden Quinn with the first three of the ball game. And that call on head coach Joey McLaughlin of the Lady Indians to call a timeout at A-Town. Bit of a slow start. They jumped out a 7-2 lead with 4.17 to go. We'll take a quick 30-second uh, break here and come back on the PCSN. We'll break down the first couple minutes live here from the sectionals here in Class 1A. We'll be back here in 30 seconds. Back from a break here on AM 1330 up at 95.7 WRAM. A little action while we were gone. Kennedy Quinn got in the passing lane, tipped it away, and draws a foul. So A-Town will be back on offense here halfway in this first quarter. 7-2 Tornadoes lead. Quinn bodied up by number 20, Cruzon, and she will 
Big calls for the foul. That's three or early team fouls for the Lady Indians. Just up, they got 2-0 for A-Town. They are in the bonus right now with four minutes left. That's a, that's a long way to shoot free throws. <laughs> Big advantage for A-Town. A-Town shoots it at uh, 61%. Not great. Not horrible. Kennedy Quinn just kind of runs over a Lewistown defender there. Shot missed anyway. And the Lady Indians will take over the Lewistown section. Wanted a foul there. Three ball and away from Cruzon. Off the mark, rebounded by Gunther. And it ends up into the hands of Kennedy Quinn. Crossover move to the inside. Kind of loses the handle on it, gets it out. And up is Redding. And a charging call on Haley Redding. And that is the first foul of the game for A-Town. i got to agree there. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought they missed one earlier with the Quinn girl pushing off on that one, but that's, that's a nice way of stepping in and taking that charge. Yeah, I, I can't imagine the Lewistown reaction if they got two uh, kind of misses there. <laughs> Might have been in for a treat on that side of the gym. Well, two two one three quarter court press, Coach Weber. What's what's kind of the uh, purpose of the two two one three quarter? You know, you're just really looking to disrupt their offense a little bit, slow them down, just get them out of their sink a little bit. And Johnson knocks down a Lewistown three. It's their first one. It's not, it's not the kind of press that you you really crave turnovers out of. It's no, just, you just want to make them uncomfortable what you want to do. Lady Something they're not used to. Lady Indians cut back in. It's 7-5. to Caden Quinn with the ball on the wing. Inside to Redding. She has yet to score. Shots off the mark. And the long rebound is to Cruzon. She'll bring over the timeline. Settle down for Lewistown. The top of the key move inside. Get off the turnaround jumper from Jolie McLaughlin. is short. Ending up with the rebound is Abby Wygand. She'll go up and lose it, but she'll go off eight pound. Starting to play a little bit, yeah. a little bit. You know, when you get to this part of the season, you're going to be able to play a little bit more. Better than calling every little touch, Bob. <laughs> yeah. Inbound is long to McKenna Johnson. She ends up corralling it. And Landry Smith will hold it at the top of the key. Let's cruise on with 2.20 to go. Guarded at the top by Caden Quinn. Pass to the inside is tipped away, and A-Town with the takeaway there. Kennedy Quinn, long pass to Redding. Now to Caden Quinn. She thinks about a three, pulls it. Jumper on the way, bounces in and out. And tipped out, flashed by the Tornadoes. It is town ball with two, uh, two minutes even here on the first quarter clock. Andrew Smith bringing over the timeline. 7-5 A-Town lead. The scores table looks like A-Town's going to get a sub here soon. First sub for both teams, I believe, right? Now, A-Town brought in... Uh, three ball on the way is good. And that is A-Town brought in Stiegel. That is the first Lewistown lead, or uh, second Lewistown lead of the game. A-Town ran off seven points after the Indians' first bucket. That is Abby Wigand from three, and it's 8-7. I, I know I've been saying all year long that A-Town shoots a lot of threes. 548 on the season. Then I looked at Lewistown, 618 three attempts. And they got three girls shooting over 30%. So, I mean, there's not like you can concentrate on one girl. Age travel by Caden Quinn at the turnover for A-Town. Taylor Ford checks back into the game for Caden Quinn. 618. 
threes. That's a lot of threes. <laughs> I'm not sure that the Titans have shot 618 in three years, I don't think. Yeah, I, don't, I think that would be an accurate statement. I couldn't even guess how many we shot, but I know it wasn't 618. <laughs> it's a timeout from, I believe, A-Town. They want to settle in. We had a turnover there on the travel at 8-7 Lewistown with 1.20 to go in the first quarter. We'll keep it here as just a quick timeout from Coach Dugan. Yeah, I think you'll see him settle down now. You know, the first part of the game is just such a rush. The adrenaline's going. You're playing. You're going to play faster anyway just because of the adrenaline. So now it'll slow down a little bit. The game will come to him. He'll get some better shots, make some better passes. So I expect him to get a lot cleaner from here on out. Yeah, we've made much about it. The Lady Tornado's just one senior on the roster. Matter of getting settled into a big environment here. The winner will move on to sectional championship night on Thursday night. Inside, Cruzon's shot is no good. Pulled down by Redding. It was a zone out of the timeout, wasn't it? No, I wasn't watching. I think it was a zone out of the timeout. Kennedy Quinn push forward at the free throw line, and she'll get fouled by Cruzon. That'd be two on on uh, on Cruzon. Put her down at the line. It doesn't look like Lewiston has a deep bench, so to have her pick up too early is is key. I was and just going to say, hey, they're over the limit. I wonder why they're not shooting free throws here. Confused me. They were getting lined up on the baseline, but now it'll send Taylor Ford to the line for two free throws. Ford's first is going to go through. Taylor Ford shoots at. Don't have a, I believe that's her first free throw of the year, actually. It's Taylor Ford now. No, no, she's shooting 53%. Okay, yeah, 38. And she makes the second one there. Looking down at 8-town, 4 for 4 for the strike tonight. 9-8 lead, 8-town takes back the lead. Landry Smith again bringing over the timeline. McKenna Johnson holds at the wing. Under a minute to play in the first quarter. Entry pass. Going to get a foul on. Number 21 for 8-town, Avery Siegel. Second foul for A-Town. Still got some fouls to give here. Yeah. It's only their second. So, yeah, at some point, I want to get, uh, I'd love to hear Coach Weber's uh, views on the new foul rules this year, if you liked them, didn't like them. Well, that's an easy answer. When they were in our favor, I loved them. <laughs> <laughs> the entry to Wygan. Henry Smith. Working on the inside, kick out to Johnson. Back to Wygan. She pulls from a three, and it rattles in. Abby Wygan from three, 11-9. Lady Indians lead on the 30 to play in this first. Three is the full bucket from beyond the arc. Yeah, that's big for Lewis, but they're shooting 618 of them, so. <laughs> Quinn, under 20 seconds, working. Kick out, corner three, Redding for the answer, too long. Battle under the basket is Gunther. Kennedy Quinn's got an open look. Too, uh, too short there. Kennedy Quinn from three off the mark. Five seconds to play. Out of bounds. Lewistown ball. 4.3 on the clock. You know, some take note of, too. You know, Redding has only, I only remember taking two shots. And one was a foot short and one was a foot long. So two air balls on three. She's got a zero in. Abington needs her scoring. You know, they're, it's either Quinn or Hurl at double figures. So they're going to need some scoring from her. 
Last seconds here in this first quarter. Shot on the way from Lewistown is short. Almost hit as she shot it there. Really close. And that will end the first quarter. 11-9. Lady Indians lead the Lady Tornadoes. We'll be back in one minute here on the PCSN and 1330 and RadioMonmouth.com for the second quarter of sectional action here. Back here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network from Bushnell Prairie City High School. After one quarter, the Lady Indians of Lewistown lead A-Town 11-9. They'll have the ball. I'll turn to both my broadcast partners for uh, some thoughts on the first uh, quarter there. You know, I, I pretty much was expected. You know, I thought it would be a little bit rough. I don't think either team shot it great. But I think as the game goes on, it's better. But I think we're settling in. And so I think we're in for some good basketball. Right out of the quarter break, Lewistown adds on to the lead. It's 13-9. Entry pass Gunther. She goes up. Battle for it and a foul. Can be called on Lewistown. It's actually Haley Redding. She will go to the line for two shots. Oh, that's third foul on Lexi Cruz. Third foul. And also, uh, Haley Redding picked one up. That's her second as well. That's the second leading score right behind Kennedy Quinn for Coach Dewey. Redding knocks down the first free throw. That's a big foul against Lewiston and Cruz and picking up. You know, there were three girls there. It's hard to pick her out. But, I mean, the ref was right there. But that's a tough foul. Redding will line up for her second. Yeah, Cruz and Eight, uh, eight rebounds a game, two ahead of the next one. Big uh, force down low as Redding knocks down two free throws to put A-Town on the board in the second quarter. It's 13-11, Lewistown lead. It'll be interesting now to see how A-Town does on the boards with her out. Yeah, checking into the game is number two, Isabella Bonney. Her pass to the wing was knocked away by Quinn. It'll stay with Lewistown. And Smith will get the inbound, guarded by Kennedy Quinn. To the corner, Bonnie. Back to number 12, Why She loses the ball. Redding takes it away. And Kennedy Quinn will bring it over for A-Town. The ball inside, and it is Taylor Ford drawing the shooting foul. It'll be the second on Abby Wigan, too. So two fouls on Wigan and three on Cruzen. Early Foul trouble for the Indians. And at the line is Ford with a chance to tie the game. I know Lewis and Zemo was playing man-to-man, but it'd be interesting to see if they're going to be forced to play some zone. Taylor Ford, again, a 53% free throw shooter. First miss out of the uh, seven attempts here by the Lakeland Tornadoes. Ford, second one is good. And they were, they were down. 16 out of 18 in the uh, regional quarterfinal against Princeville. A minute away in the second quarter. Lewis Town leads 13 to 12. As McKenna Johnson will have to go to the backcourt to get that tip pass. Johnson spinning. Battle for it is Ford, and Ooh. it's going to be a call on Taylor Ford. Wow, we're really starting to mount up here for football clubs. Of course, we made a point that they're letting them play, and now we're starting to get some more fouls. But two fouls apiece for both teams. The old announcer's jinx on the referees. <laughs> Jinx and everyone. The yeah, my, my Temple Jinx knows no uh, favorite. I get everybody. Kenna Johnson. And a battle on the board, and it's taken away. Kennedy Quinn has it. Now she gets it tipped away. And it's going back to Lewistown. Last touch by Kennedy Quinn. 13-12. A-Town fans aren't happy with that, but it looks like it went off Quinn's knee. I think so, too. We had a pretty good view out of it, uh, of it here at midcourt up pretty high. Landry Smith will bring it over the timeline for Lewistown. Kennedy Quinn just knocks it away. 
and she just takes it away. Eight pound on offense. Siegel back to Quinn. And double dribble on Kennedy Quinn. And a turnover for A-Town. So much for getting a cleaner game. <laughs> we had uh, the game before us was the one and two seeds, the Lionel Bucks and uh, and it was Anawan, right? And Lionel Bucks yeah. and Anawan. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was pretty cleanly played. These are just two defensive slugfest teams here. And trap there for A-Town. Wygan. The inside, Bonnie. She lays it in. Isabel Bonnie puts up the Lewistown Lady Indians to a three-point lead here with under six minutes to play in the second quarter. Their coach Dugan can't be happy with that rotation. It was slow in the backside, and so the inside Siegel brought a foul. And she will go to the line again. That's the third trip to the line for Abingdon Avon in under three minutes or in over three minutes of play. This first foul on Johnson, I've got her for two. Must have went down on somebody else. Eagles' first free throw is short. A-Town can cut this to two on the second free throw from Stiegel. And we got a lane violation. It wouldn't have counted anyway as it was a miss, but 0-2 for that trip. On the Stiegel, and it remains 15-12. No field goals in the second quarter for A-Town, just two in the game. Two field goals total. For Three A-Town. ball on the way. Wygand is off the mark. McKenna Johnson rebound just goes right up and draws a foul. And McKenna Johnson will go to the line for the first trip, I believe, of the quarter for Lewistown at the line. Did you say A-Town only has two baskets? Two field goals. They had, they've got a triple from Caden Quinn, and then Kennedy Quinn's got a two-point field goal. Other than that, everything's been from the free throw line. Kenna Johnson's first free throw is good to put the Indians up two possessions. And that's Lewistown's first free throw tonight. Johnson's second free throw is no good. Kennedy Quinn with the rebound. 5.30 to play. Quinn getting a screen from Ford. Kick out to the corner, Stiegel. Back to four. She has some trouble handling it. Now Caden Quinn's got the ball inside to Kennedy. And it's taken away. Turnover A-Town. Landry Smith, good pass. That was a really good look. And it's Jolie McLaughlin extending the Lewistown lead to six. Five minutes to play, and I didn't get a chance to watch much of that Weathersfield game, but they scored 13 in the first half. Looking a little similar on offense. Kennedy Quinn, three, is off the mark. Landry Smith will take it over for Lewistown. Bonnie, tipped away by Quinn. It'll stay with the Lady Indian. But Lewistown, at least from, from the possessions I've watched closely, they're doing a great job of help on Kennedy Quinn. Every time she starts to get to the rim, it's just two or three light blue jerseys just collapsing into the paint. Yeah, you almost have to because, I mean, if you watch them, you know, nobody really looks to shoot. I mean, I like Emma Gunther, but she doesn't really look to shoot much. But uh, so, take away who's going to take away the poison and see what happens. Yep. Stiegel checked into the game for the Tornadoes. Into the game as well as Wygan. And he swings up Johnson. She'll pull from the top of the key and knock it down. McKenna Johnson has extended this lead to nine. It's the largest of the game for Lewistown. They're doing a really good job of moving the ball and finding the open shooters. 
Quinn working on Smith. Jump step, turn around, off the mark. Nice rebound, Caden Quinn. Kennedy Quinn battling and taking it away. Redding, Siegel. Back to Kennedy Quinn, needs this three ball short. Rebound by Smith. Lewistown has a chance to put this lead to double digits. And Landry Smith's layup is just off the mark, off the back iron. Under four to play in the second quarter. Lewiston has to be happy because I don't think Smith scored yet, and they're up nine. Leading score. Yeah, no points for Landry at all. It really felt, I don't think a whole lot of shot attempts either, really. Gunther to Quinn, now to Caden Quinn's corner three is off the mark. And back to Gunther at the top of the key. Caden Quinn with 3.30 to go. Some take note is Lewiston has built this lead with cruising their best player on the bench. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that, yeah. That's side, Caden Quinn. At the free throw line, dumps it off to Redding. Off the mark and rebounded by Wygan. With three minutes to play in the second quarter, McKenna Johnson on the wing. Three ball on the way, Landry Smith back iron, and no good. I see why they got 618 threes there. Not <laughs> nice, <laughs> man. And, and they're not on the line either. They're no. a couple steps behind it. <laughs> 247 to go. Quinn. A-Town trying to settle into some sort of offense. Again, their last game they played. They scored 13 in the first half against Weathersfield. Kennedy Quinn working on the inside. Swing for three. And that is a big one for A-Town. They finally get one to go. Haley Redding, I believe, is finally in the score column tonight. And that's a momentum changer right there, having her knock one down. She's the girl that you make one, you're going to make four or five. Yep, that's what I was just getting ready to uh, to, to say. You've got you to gotta get her going. Smith answers right back with her first point of the game we mentioned. Lewistown's been doing this without Landry Smith scoring, and if she gets hot, the Lady Indians can pull away with something if A-Town can't respond. Yeah, hey, think about it. That's, she hasn't scored, and Cruzen's on the bench. So, Aiden Quinn with the ball to, to Gunther. An offensive foul on A-Town. We're under two minutes. It's another turnover, and again, Lewistown has a chance to make it a double-digit lead on this possession. Who did they get that on? Did you guys? Yeah, it was on Caden Quinn. It's her first. She sat that. She sat the screen. She was moving. It was a good call. Now Lewis was in the uh, in the bonus here. The last two minutes. Smith to Wygand to McKenna Johnson. And a travel call on Lewistown with 142 gives the ball back to the Lady Tornadoes. Turnover for Lewistown. Now they score in from the two-way game between Deer Creek Mackinac and the Canton Little Giants. Looks like D-Mac's up 20 to seven. Second quarter, probably. Yeah, it's in the second quarter. quarter. 20 to seven, D-Mac leading Canton. Kennedy Quinn bringing over the timeline for A-Town here. It's 24-15, drive inside and getting the foul call. She got she got a bailout call there. It was a foul for sure, a foul, but yeah. a little out of control there. You watch when she comes down. When she has that little hesitation and hop, she's going to the rim. You, you can you can you can see it coming. You know, if she comes down and passes it. it she's not doing a little hesitation and hop. But if, if we watch from here on out, hesitation and hop, she's going to the rim. Let's we'll see if she continues to do that. Kennedy Quinn's first free throw is good. Knocks us down an eight point lead, and she throws her second four for four on the day for Kennedy Quinn. 24-17, A-Town is in the bonus. Rest of the way in this half. 
You know, four for four is really good for her. She's a 60% free throw shooter, so that's good for her to start that way. Kenna Johnson, Landry Smith from three. Comes out, long rebound, battle for right to oh, Lewistown right going to up. Lewistown. They couldn't capitalize. Kennedy Quinn pulls it down with 110. Big Redding, big three. Off the mark, right to Gunther, though. Kick out Quinn. This is a big one, too. Bounces off the back iron and no good. Battle under the rebound and drawing a foul. Is number uh, 15, Haley Redding, and she'll go back to the line again in the bonus here with under a minute to go. A chance to cut this down to five. You know, we talked about rebounds with Cruz and being out, right? There's a perfect example of not having a good rebounder in the game. Two fouls on Landry Smith, two fouls on Abby Wigan, and three fouls on Lexi Cruzen for uh, Lewistown. Redding shoots at 71% and knocks in her first. It's 24-18 now. That thing was all but short and rolled over the front of the rim. <laughs> I wonder what that's like to get the shooter's roll. I don't think I've ever gotten one. Pretty much did the same thing on the second one, but missed. Rebound Quinn. Hey, Redding, 24-21, and just like that, it's a three-point ball game. Yeah, you can't let shooters get hot, get some momentum going, that's for sure. Out to Landry Smith with 40 seconds, guarded by Quinn. Long pass. Driving inside, mid-range jumper is no good. Battle under the board, and a tie-up. And it will go to A-Town with a chance to cut this to one or potentially tie with a three with 33.5 to go. You don't see many four-point possessions, but... Redding just made a free throw and made a three. So that's a big possession for them. I'm going to cut that lead down real quickly. Chance to bring this to one or even tie it. 24 to 21. 20 seconds to go. Well, this would be an enormous bucket here for the Tornadoes. And an and, and equally huge stop for the Lady Indians. Kennedy Quinn at the logo with 10 seconds to go. Eight down. Swing to the corner. Three ball. Emma Gunther. Strong. Got it. Down. It gets the bounce in this game. Oh, they're going to call that a two. They're going to oh. call it a deep two as the foot was on the line. Wow. Okay. All right. However, that is going to still end this half on great momentum for the A-Town Tornadoes. It's 24 to 23. I believe that's an 8-0 run to end the half. Yeah, it was 24 to 15. And that you was, said not, that was their second nine-point lead. And absolutely, as A-Town... As kind of, they were in a lull there offensively, but they brought themselves back and mostly due to Haley Redding again getting hot. As that will take us to the halftime break here at the Bushnell Prairie City sectional here, 1A basketball, the A Town Tornadoes trail 24 to 23 against the Lewistown Lady Indians. We'll come back in three minutes. We'll break down the halftime, get a chance to talk to uh, A Town Athletic Director Reed Kelso on the halftime show. We'll be back in three minutes. Back here on AM 1330 and FM 95.7 WREM and com, the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Got a good one through one half here at the Bushnell Prairie City Girls Basketball Sectional from the Bowl here at BPC High School. The, uh, the Lewistown Lady Indians lead 24-23. to They were up 24-15. to At one point, the A-Town Tornadoes closed on an 8-0 run. Of course, I've been joined by... Uh, Mammoth Roseville girls head coach Scott Weber and uh, Sean Temple here. And I'll turn to Temp for our halftime scoring update. Let's get to the Lewistown Lady Indians first. Uh, six different girls hit the scoring column, led by seven points from McKenna Johnson, six points from Abby Wigan, four points for Lexi Cruzen, three points for Landry Smith, leading scorer at uh, about 12 and a half a game, held the three points, and she had a, a three ball late there. But 
she was uh, kept off the scoring sheet there for quite a little while. Two points apiece for Isabel Bonney and Jolie McLaughlin. One of two from the free throw line for the Lewistown Lady Indians. For the A-Town Tornadoes, nine points for Haley Redding. A couple three balls there in that second quarter. Actually, all nine points came in that second period. Six points for Kennedy Quinn, three points for Caden Quinn, three points for Taylor Ford, two points for Emma Gunther. Uh, 14 free throws in the first half of the A-Town Tornadoes. They made 10 of those uh, charity attempts. Uh, joining me here at the halftime break, I've got athletic director at A-Town, Mr. Reed Kelso. How you doing, man? Good. How are you, Sean? What a good ball game here. Huh? It's been a really good ball game. You know, I was a little worried there, down nine, but I thought it was kind of within three at halftime. We cut it with one. You know, it's kind of like how we play. Like I said, you know, I think last game we only had 12 at halftime, so we're ahead of the average. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think only one point the first quarter, so you were way ahead of that. Way ahead of the average there. <laughs> so, yeah, we're playing all right, Sean. You know, they hit some three balls. They don't look too good. It's not happening. That our rotation hasn't been very good. Uh, I think we need to get Kennedy and Kaylee more shots. You know, I think they need to shoot the ball almost every time down the court, one of the two, and keep, keep the intensity up. You know, it's a good game. I don't know if they can handle our speed up and down the court, but we need to get out and run a little bit more, I think, too. Both the A-Town boys and girls still alive in the postseason. The boys got a nice win last night. They hit the floor tomorrow night. Yeah, you know, we beat uh, Putnam County. They came down to us last night. We beat them 47-34. Had a good crowd. And uh, tomorrow night we play at Williamsfield High School at 730 against uh, Stark County for the third time in 18 days. So. Yeah. Not ideal, but you know what? You, you know, I'm just know how to play, and if you can beat it twice, you can beat it three times. Yeah, I know the old saying is it's hard to beat a team three times, but actually I've seen a lot of teams do it this year. I, I think it depends on how the quality of the team you're beating. I know, like, in football, it's hard to beat somebody in, the, in a regular season that's playing the playoffs. It's hard to do. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, I know some schools have played a couple of each other three times, and, yeah, if they're not very good, yeah, you can pick up wins. But Star County is a really good quality, quality league of trail opponent, and, Hopefully we can beat them and beat Peoria Christian, I would assume, on Friday night. Then we get a post-sectionals next week. Again, uh, with, with both teams still alive in the postseason, I'm sure the halls are buzzing there at A-Town. Yeah, you know, we took the girls. They uh, they uh, greeted all those little kids that uh, heading grade school day at Hamilton, and we took them down to Avon this afternoon to uh, walk through the hall. So, nice. Yeah, yeah, so everybody's getting really big into it. It's also FSA week. So there's a lot going on at school. But as you can see, we got a pretty good crowd here tonight, and uh, I would assume we Advanced Thursday will have an even better crowd. Yeah, I was just going to say it's been a fantastic crowd here, and I've seen a lot of fluorescent yellow up there in these bleachers. Yeah, Coach Duke is probably pretty happy about that. <laughs> I still got to get on about these jerseys. It's tough for us up here with the uh, white jerseys and the fluorescent yellow numbers. Well, we also had the fluorescent yellow jerseys with the white numbers, so we yeah, didn't really make it any easy. <laughs> yeah. But they look, good, they look good. They the look really like good. The girls look good. All right, my man. Thank you so much for joining us. You bet. Hey, enjoy the second half. Let's get a dub here. That was Reed Kelso with the A-Town Tornado. Absolutely a great halftime interview there as we get caught up. The A-Town, uh, A-Town Athletics, they've been rolling here. Of course, the boys will play in a uh, regional semifinals tomorrow and then uh, get a chance to play in the championship game, and then they host the sectional. So even if A-Town does not make the uh, sectional there, they'll be busy getting that ready to go. So 227 on the warm-up clock here as A-Town Trailing 24 to 23 here with a chance to move on to the sectional championship. Again, they will take on Illini Bluffs if they win. And Illini Bluffs took down Anawan in the first game here from the bowl at BCC High School. And again, if, if they beat, if they happen to get into the Thursday night game and then take down Illini Bluffs, they can move on to the Brimfield Super Sectional next week and then a win still, still there. Still close, not driving yeah. to DeKalb or Jacksonville. Nice gymnasium in Brimfield. That'll be a that'll be a great 
super sectional. Got a lot of work to do till then, but yep. uh, that you talked about that first game. What a great game between Line Bluffs and Anawan. That is two really good, and, and like Coach Weber said, two senior laden teams. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you look at their schedule: senior, 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 senior. So, you know, you don't know what the younger program is, but you know, you got to think that if they were going to make some noise, this is the year to do it, right? Yep. And I want I want to get uh, your on the first half, Coach Weber, as we uh, get ready for the second half. You know, I, I think right now it's going to be who can take care of the ball more. I think there's quite a few. I think there's quite a few turnovers, and uh, I think they tried forcing a lot of stuff. But I think once you saw some settle down into a half court game, make that extra pass or some open look. So I think it's going to be who can take care of the ball better and get take care of the open looks. We get ready, both teams back on the floor. If you want reporting that you can only get here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network, I believe Kennedy Quinn has taken the bra- or, uh, the sleeve off of her the end, leg. The, the right leg sleeve it wasn't just like a knee brace. That no, thing went no. from her thigh all the way down to her ankle, it seemed like. That's a fine observation by you, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> only, uh, only can get that class of reporting here <laughs> on the PCSN. Both teams back on the floor as Lewistown first on offense, and they'll turn it over. A-Town coming out with with a bit of heat there on defense. Yeah, a little bit change up there where they're trapping the ball. So, Kennedy Quinn with the ball at the logo, 730. Runs away. Haley Redding, she knocked down two threes in the first half, and she banks it in. Banked it in. I heard her say bank. I heard it from up here as well as the bank. Well, what time is it, Sean? It is I see you're looking at your watch. It is 816 in the town of Lewistown, and the banks are open. 26-24, A-Town has taken back the lead, but right back on the offensive way is number 20, uh, cruising. cruising. Yeah, she was sitting out most of the first half of three fouls. She's back in, and she ties the game up for the Lady Indians. That was a really nice move by her, too. Ball to Taylor Ford, Hayden Quinn. Get it out to Redding again. Three threes now after kind of struggling in the... First part of the game goes up with it just off the mark and tipped out by Redding. It'll go back to Lewistown. Kind of forced that one up a little bit. 6.48 to go. Again, tie game here. Andrew Smith will bring it over the timeline for the Lady Indians. Smith to Wygan. Yeah, he went to a little bit of a zone, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, I was just trying to figure out what that is. Like a 1-2-2 one, two, 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 or 3-2? Two. Like a 1-2-2 two, two matchup zone. And tipped away, and Caden, or Kennedy Quinn, coming in the passing lane to take that away. Spot up jumper is good. Kennedy Quinn just takes it in transition and spots up. Yeah, well, such a nice little pull-up jumper. I've seen it many times this year doing ball games. Yeah, and if she knocks that down consistently, it's, it's a tough game for Brewston. All the way to the corner for Jolie McLaughlin. Entry pass to Cruz, and she goes up strong. Can't get it to go. Pulls down the rebound. And she will draw the foul. She is battling, man. You think it's getting it in my hands, I'm going to shoot it no matter what. The senior for Lewistown has 10.2 points per game, eight rebounds a game again, sat most of the first half. Foul trouble. She'll go to the line. A real good effort getting a rebound. It could have very easily been a foul on her. That would have been tragedy. Knocks the first oh, one yeah, down. Right. Yeah, she's got three yeah. personal fouls. Cruzan oh. shoots at 63%. Second free throw to tie is good. Knotted up at 28. Six minutes to play. Eight points for Cruz, and she's got all four for the uh, Lady Indians here in the second half so far. Kennedy Quinn brings it to the timeline, and a illegal screen against A-Town. Coach Dugan doesn't like the call. 
going to be the second foul of the early half here for the Tornadoes. I didn't get a good view of this, but I did not either. Coach Dugan didn't like it. I was just starting to say Coach Dugan sure didn't like it. And it was right in front of Coach Dugan. As Smith will bring it over the timeline for Lewistown to Cruzan. Ends up in Wygan's hand. Cruzan, jumper from the free throw line is short. Battling for the ball, but it ends up in the hands of Caden Quinn. Now Kennedy Quinn, fast break. Nice pass off to Gunther. Shoot that in a foul at the top of the key by Cruzan. That is her fourth foul of the game. And she's she's going to come right out. (laughs) Cruzan, she plays super hard, but she kind of lost control and gets called for the foul at the top of the key. Yeah, that was not even... I believe it. Are they going to call it on... Yeah, I think they need to get this straightened out. He was going to call a foul on on, uh, A-Town. There we go. There is the call. (laughs) Well, first of all, the the official came to the wrong side. He thought the the score stable was on this side. He got confused. Well, here's what hurts that that foul. That wasn't even near the play, right? No. It was an irrelevant play. That's 20 what, feet from the basket. That's what gives you coaches gray hair. That is. That's right there. That's Kennedy right Quinn there. gets the screen from her cousin. Oh. Knocks it down. Kennedy Quinn from downtown. It's a 31-28 lead for the Lady Tornadoes. Inside, Jolie McLaughlin answers with a nice basket under the basket. Too easy. Coach Dugan, yeah. that was too easy. Yep. That's, yeah, that, you don't want the ball there, and when it goes there, it's not good, and they proved that right. Five minutes to play. Redding. Out to Caden Quinn. Starting with the ball and the entry pass. He has tipped away. Battle for it. And they're going to award the possession to A-Town. And Coach Dugan is going to get the quick timeout off of 4.50 to go. The Lady Tornadoes lead 31-30. to Bit of a chaotic uh, start to this <laughs> second half here. Both teams really want this one. And in the case of Lewistown, so many seniors on this roster starting. Uh, Landry Smith, McKenna Johnson, and Cruzan with Three fouls here. They want this one as well as A-Town. It's 31-30. to 30. The Tornadoes will have the ball up by one with 4.50 to play. In the third quarter from the bowl here at Bushnell Prairie City High School. The winner will play the Illini Bluffs Tigers, who got a close win over a really good Anawan squad. And that will set up a Thursday night matchup. The score in from Deer Creek, Mackinac, and Canton. Looks like 25-11 D-Mac. That was in the fourth quarter. This fourth quarter. But I'm can't little Giants. Where did they shoot the basketball? Yeah. So 11 points going to the fourth quarter. That's, that's incredible. Both teams back on the floor. Kennedy Quinn. The inbound pass to Redding. Drives inside. Loses it. Gets it back and scores. Haley Redding lost it. Was able to corral it and put it right off the glass. at 33-38 now. She got 14. Haley Redding up to 14 points now. Yeah. Once you get hot, shooters shooters get hot, man. It's a, it's a, not, uh, you know, just getting in rhythm. Landry Smith's cross court pass to Wygand, is, and the three is off the mark. Landry Smith comes away with the long rebound. 420 to play. Wygand swings out to Jolie McLaughlin. Inside, back to Wygan. She goes up strong and scores. Oh. I mean, and one for Wygan. She has a chance to tie this one up on the old-fashioned three-point play with 4-10. That's a tough shot right there. Yeah, made a great move in the lane, caught it going long way, spun back the other way, and then got hit. Made a nice shot. 
Wygan shoots from the free throw line at 71%. The second best of the Lewistown Indians, but she shot 82 of those free throws on the season. Wygan to tie the game and knocks it down, and this game is knotted at 33 all. Coming up on the halfway mark of the third quarter. Both teams just taking a punch from the other team and coming yeah. right back. It's going to be a fun game to watch here, that's for sure. Gunther picking roll to Quinn. She's doubled off and loses it. Redding battle under the basket goes off eight for uh, Lewistown. Oh. Too many towns. I, I, uh, I was just looking for uh, Coach McLaughlin's reaction on that because I thought that was Lewistown basketball. So did Coach McLaughlin. He'll stay with eight town under the basket. Caden Quinn goes off to Kennedy Quinn. Went at the free throw line, kicking out. Three ball on the way for the tornado. Short. Battle under the basket is won by Kennedy Quinn, or a Caden Quinn. She swings off to Kennedy Quinn. Her three is long. Battle under the basket is going to be a call again. Lewiston. Yeah, they're going to get Lewistown on the foul. Not a whole lot of boxing going out right now. I mean, I know A-Town's bigger, but you still, if you get a body on somebody, you can get them out of there, and they're just not doing a very good job right now. Called Abby Wygan for the foul. It's her third. A lot of foul trouble here for the Lady Indians. They've got two in the quarter. Kennedy Quinn driving inside, kick out to Stiegel. Now to Caden Quinn. Miscommunication, but Kennedy Quinn's able to get it. Out to Caden Quinn. Thinks about a three. Now kicks out to Stiegel. Three, 18 to play. Kennedy Quinn. Three ball on the way. Rims out. Rebound by A-Town. Going up strong and missing. And Jolie McLaughlin takes over for Lewistown. Still a tie game. And now the Lady Indians. Fast break for Landry Smith. And he stopped there by. Leave that under the basket of Stiegel. Yeah, but again, several offensive rebounds and opportunities for A-Town. 303, it will stay with Lewistown. Inbound pass to Jolie McLaughlin. McLaughlin gets it tipped away. She's able to corral it, but she double dribbled. Yeah, I do I rarely see stuff like that. Even I saw that one. <laughs> All the way up here in the media section of the bowl here. Under three minutes to play in the third quarter. A-town with the ball on the turnover. By McLaughlin. Redding. The Quinn gets the knock away. Landry Smith just takes it away. Fast break for Lewistown. Strong off the basket is no good. Rebound now Kennedy Quinn on the fast break. She gets oh, it. taken away by McKenna Johnson. Wow, that was two really good defensive wow. plays on really good possession. Not many that's not gonna happen many times with the Quinn girl. Two twenty to play. Joey McLaughlin running shot is blocked. Bailey Redding takes it away. And try to get it back to Kennedy Quinn. And the pass is going to be taken away by Landry Smith. And she will go up and draw the foul and go to the line for two. Now you, what's the old saying? You never save it under your own basket. You just no. got to put that thing as far as you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 2 13 to play. And Lewistown has a chance to take back the lead off the turnover by the Lady Tornadoes. 33 all. Be interesting to see down the stretch. You know, you mentioned it earlier. Lewiston's loaded with seniors. A-Town has one that doesn't see the floor a lot, so it's going to be the, the experience versus the young and see what happens. Smith's first free throw rattles out. She shoots at 65%. Yeah, 
guess we can call him the young gun. Right? <laughs> so, but something to pay attention to. It's down the stretch of nervousness, making the right play. It's the same thing as like in the NCAA men's basketball tournament. You just want a bunch of seniors, man. Landry Smith is off wow. the back iron. No good. This game is still tied. Coming up on the two-minute mark in this third quarter. Kennedy Quinn, nice take to the basket on a great screen by Aitown. 35-33. Seven points in the quarter for Kennedy Quinn, 13 in the ballgame. McKenna Johnson with it now for Lewistown. Landry Smith, nice pass to the inside. McKenna Johnson can't finish. Good defense under the basket by the Tornadoes. Kennedy Quinn pushes. Reading back to Quinn. She loses a handle on it, but will draw the foul. That's going to be the third on Landry Smith. I'm pretty sure it's just three. Yep, third foul on Smith, three fouls on Wigan, and four on Cruzen. We're going to, that's going to see how that plays out down the stretch also. And Coach Dugan wants a timeout for the A-Town Lady Tornado. 35-33. We'll take a quick break ourselves on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. The 35-33 lead for the Eight Town Lady Tornadoes in the first, uh, the semi- sectional semifinals. We'll be back in 30. Back here on AM 1330 and FM 95.7 WREM, and well as well as RadioMammoth.com, the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Out of the timeout by head coach Brent Dugan of the Eight Town Lady Tornadoes. 139. Situation is the Tornadoes are up 35 to 33 with the ball under their basket here. Out to Kennedy Quinn and it's stolen away by Landry Smith. Turnover on the inbound pass. Landry Smith battles with Kennedy Quinn under the basket. No foul call. And a tie-up at about the free throw line is going to result in a... I think he's going a foul. Yeah. Oh, wow. Taylor Ford. Is that on Taylor Ford? I heard it. Yes. That's your third. Wow. And it will send Landry Smith to the line for two. She missed her last two on her last attempt. So this one can tie the game if she makes both. And she will be short on the first one. Landry Smith, she shoots at 65% so far. Last three. And those are big free throws, too. Smith's second free throw is good. It's 35-34 with 1.30 to play. That free throw cuts the lead down to one. Kennedy Quinn. A little one-on-one action Nice crossover here. by Quinn. Floating shot too short. Gets her own rebound. Falling down. Battle for the ball. Battle for the ball. And it's a jump ball. And it will stay with the Tornadoes. Kennedy Quinn will be the inbounder under the basket. <laughs> We're talking going. She is, I'll tell you what, she's so fidgety when she's waiting for that ball to inbound, man. The feet never stop moving. Quinn, long inbound pass to Redding. Now it's Taylor Ford. Back to Redding to Kennedy Quinn. Quinn, Landry Smith at the top of the key battling with her. Defensive battle going on. Kennedy Quinn to Siegel. She's got to be careful. She didn't want to pick up four. Pick out to four. There's a long two. It's off the mark. Roll down and a strong rebound by McLaughlin for the, or actually Wygand for Lewistown. Wygand goes inside on Redding. Foul called on Haley Redding. 
We'll send Abby Wigand to the line where she is a 71% free throw shooter for Lewistown. Third foul on Redding. A foul trouble here to keep track of for both teams. That can't make Coach Dugan very happy. Girl goes end-to-end to get to the basket. Wigand's first free throw rattles in. This is a tie game here at 35-all. In the second semifinal from Bushnell Prairie City High School. Winner will play Illini Bluffs on Thursday night here at the Bowl as Wigand puts the Lewistown Lady Indians on top. 36-35, 40 seconds to play. You'd expect her to make, you know, 70% free throw shooter, yep. so. Kennedy Quinn on the screen from Ford. Oh, they had the set up there, and it's just off the mark on the pass. Turnover by A-Town. And I think the vision kind of got blocked maybe by maybe a couple of defenders, but, boy, that pass was right on the money. It was a nice play. She set a nice screen and then flipped and was wide open. Lewistown on offense, 23 seconds. Wigand to Smith. Now you got your 3-2. Yep. 3-2 zone now. Yep, there it is. Wigand thinks about three, goes inside, back to McLaughlin. The body there, the swing to McKenna Johnson from three. Too strong, pulled down by... Now it's Kennedy Quinn. Two seconds. Quinn pulls from the three. Good if it goes. Got Kennedy it. Quinn got it to go to end the quarter. And the Lady Tornadoes are going to send this one to the fourth quarter with a 38-36 to 36 lead. And Kennedy Quinn, if that's the kind of things to come, we have a good finish here from Bushnell Prairie City High School. And if anyone's going to make that, it would be Kennedy Quinn. <laughs> I almost expected that to go in. You know, he did, and, you know, that's a result of Lewis and taking an early shot and leaving five or six seconds. There was like 5.7 when she got it. That's way more than a time for the Quinn girl to get down the floor and get a shot, and she, she made him pay. So 38 to 36 here at the end of three. Keep it here. Going into the fourth quarter, we'll set the stage here. The Abingdon Avon Lady Tornadoes have a chance to advance to the sectional championship. They can hold on to this lead. Over the Lewistown Lady Indians, the Tornadoes have compiled a 25-7 and record. They got through a very tough regional to get here. And they have a chance to play Illini Bluffs on Thursday night, a team that they did beat all the way back. Again, a long time ago, it feels like, on December 29th against the Illini Bluffs. But all eyes are on this game first. Yeah, you know, Cruzan's going to have to make an appearance sometime soon. You know, she's got four fouls, so... I think it'll be key. You know, if they can stay in it so she gets in, she could be a difference maker. Eventually, both teams are going to have to unload the clip. Doesn't matter about fouls. Got to get your guys out there. Yep, I agree. Landry Smith, long court pass to McLaughlin. Almost stepped out on the baseline, able to keep her footing as Lewistown has the ball on offense first. Ready for a exciting finish to this second, second, second sectional semifinal here as the nice take to the basket by... That is going to be number two, Isabel Bonney. Yeah, nice patience by Lewis in that possession. Under 7.30 to go. This game's tied up yet again. Swing to the corner for Stiegel. Inside Redding, she goes strong. The basket, Haley Redding. Puts A-Town back on top. That's a little slippery move there for Redding. McLaughlin pulls from three. Too strong. Rebound. Skying for to Stiegel. And Kennedy Quinn will bring it over the timeline. One minute gone in this fourth quarter. Quinn to Stiegel. Back to Quinn. Under the basket. Kicks out. 
Ford goes up strong. Ball under the basket is a charging call on A-Town. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. That'll be... That's her Ford. Ford. Yeah, yeah Taylor Ford's Ford. Instantly, Caden Quinn checks in for A-Town. Ooh, that's a bang-bang call right there. Always the toughest call to make if you're a ref, especially in this environment right now. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough call. You don't know. I, I mean, I, I give the girl credit for stepping in in front of her. I mean, she's a strong girl coming in full speed and takes you out. I mean, it's a tough call either way, but I, I just like the girls being courageous and stepping in there. You know, Carmen Houston, for us, did a really good job of stepping in. But, I, you know, I think they need to be rewarded. 40 or 38 is a quick timeout. It's been a, basically a, like, totally different half. The Tornadoes. Had a whole bunch of field goals in that third quarter. Had six field goals in the third quarter. No free throw attempts after 14 in the first half. Reversely, Lewistown got to the free throw line nine times in the third quarter and only had three field goals. Wow. Completely different. Both teams back on the floor. The Lady Indians with the ball after the charging call. Landry Smith gets tied up in the trap. She's able to get it off to McLaughlin. 6.30 to play. McLaughlin tipped away by Quinn, and it will stay with Lewistown. Right into the student section for the Lady Indians. 6.30 to go. The inbounder will be Wigan. Inbound to McLaughlin. Send back to McKenna Johnson. Wigan thinks about a three, drives inside and around and gets it poked away. And taken away now. Siegel had a chance to take it away. It went oh, right yeah. to Bonnie. And then Kennedy Quinn knocks it off the, I believe, knee or foot of Bonnie. Great hands by Kennedy Quinn reaching in there. And just slapped it right back off the foot. Yeah, just quick hands, knock it down. I mean, I think she hit both of those balls. Having Avon back on offense, up 40 to 38. Quinn, screen from Stiegel, pull up jumper. Too strong goes right back to Kennedy Quinn. Redding drives inside, a little too easy there. Haley Redding takes it right in, 42 38, with two minutes gone. McLaughlin. McKenna Johnson has an open look to answer. Too strong. And it will go off of Abby Wigan. And A-Town takes back over. Right now, you just, I mean, there's lots of time left. You just got to tell them, don't panic. We don't, you're not going to make up four points in one possession. So take care of the ball and get a, get a bucket. Kennedy Quinn bringing over the timeline. Four-point lead for the Lady Tornadoes. Move to the basket. Gets tipped away. And it will go. Ooh. It will stay with A-Town. Uh, yeah. That's a that's a huge we break rate down. We were point. expecting that call to go looked, right to Lewis. It looked like the same thing that happened down here on the other end. That absolutely went off Quinn's knee. Yeah. Absolutely did. Break for the tornadoes here. Kennedy Quinn will be the inbounder. Good find to Stiegel. She goes up strong, gets a block. Ooh, a lot of contact there. Five thirty to go, and here's the uh, here's the point where the foul coming to play. McLaughlin gets it to go. McLaughlin, a huge three for Lewistown. Just a quick one, too. I mean, catch and shoot. Turned right to the bench and kind of shrugged. I thought I, thought I saw the Michael Jordan <laughs> shrug there a little bit. Kennedy Quinn crossover move. Find to the inside. Haley Redding goes up. And wow, and one for Haley Redding. She'll have a chance for a three-point play to make this back to a two-possession game for the Tornado. 20 points for Haley Redding. Really nice pass by Gunther. And the bad part is, is Cruzen fouled out. 
Yeah, that is going to be fifth for Lexi Cruzan. She didn't play very many minutes tonight. No, eight points. The average is 10, but the leading rebounder for the Lewistown Indians. Free throw to complete the three-point play is off the mark from Redding. Caden Quinn, active hands, trying to take it away for A-Town. Lewistown able to corral it. Back on offense, Wigan, three minutes gone in this fourth quarter. McLaughlin tries to get another three, too strong. Rebound, Redding. That was a good look, though, wide open. Rebound, actually, to Stiegel there. Now, Kennedy Quinn settles the offense down for A-Town. Give off to Redding. Caden Quinn thinks about a three, goes inside, out to Stiegel. Quinn. At the free throw line, kick to the corner, big three here. Oh, rims out for Haley Redding. Right to McKenna Johnson, who brings it over the timeline. Johnson, cross court pass, three on the way. Smith, in and out there, and it is 4-19 to play. Would have tied the game, and A-Town back on offense. Yeah, Smith's had a tough night shooting so far, but lots of time left. Kennedy Quinn with the ball. Redding. Caden Quinn, three at the top of the key. Not there. Battle for the rebound. Bonnie pulls it away for Lewistown, and we're going to get a jump ball going to A-Town. Every time it has, it's the two teams trying to jerk it from the other one. Oh, wow. Boy, D-Mac and Canton has gotten really close here. 38-34. Now D-Mac. That was, what was, 25-11 at one time. Four minutes gone in this fourth quarter. Kennedy Quinn at the logo. Give off to Stiegel. Now to Kennedy, or to Caden Quinn. To Redding. Driving inside, working on McLaughlin. Nice spin move. Just short battle, tipped away. It'll stay with A-Town. 3.30 to go. As Haley Redding, a nice spin move. Just It had everything but the finish. Redding's got all six for A-Town here in this fourth. Redding trying to get herself open on the inbound pass. And they do get it out to Kennedy Quinn. Top of the logo here. Caden Quinn. Off to Redding. Gets a screen from Caden Quinn. Kennedy Quinn trying to get herself open. She's got the ball at the top of the key with 320. Caden Quinn with the ball. Looking for a screen from Stiegel. Tipped away and taken by Wygand. And it's a takeaway for Lewistown. Bonnie is immediately met by three tornadoes there. She gives it off to Wigan. Landry Smith is the big one for her. Oh, yeah. Set behind the line. We talked about she had struggles there, but she gets that one. Yeah. When it matters. This game is tied with five minutes gone in this fourth quarter. 44 to 44. Siegel. Well, they're Kennedy really Quinn. overplaying everywhere. Everywhere Kennedy Quinn goes, Lewistown's really overplaying. Quinn gets herself open from the free throw line jumper. No good. Battle for the rebound. One by McLaughlin, and she'll draw the foul. Now's a tough shot. I mean, your goal when you play these guys is, you know, Quinn's going to score. You just got to make her work for every one of them. And if she makes that shot, it's, it's a good shot, but she's working hard for it. Look yep. at her. I mean, she's out of breath. They're just blurring her out, but... Uh, She's a tough guard for sure, but your goal is to make her take a tough shot. 2.30 to play. Again, this game is knotted up. Lewistown 
Joffe tie on the Landry Smith three. Now Bonnie has a chance to take the lead back iron on the open jumper. Good look. Great look there. Just couldn't get it to fall. Now Kennedy Quinn controls it for A-Town. Off to Caden Quinn. Now to Redding. She's looking inside for Kennedy. Redding just takes it inside, draws the foul, goes up. It's going to be on the floor. I thought she traveled. Yeah, a little shuffle there. (laughs) I thought she traveled first. Inbounder for A-Town. Third foul on McLaughlin. Emma Gunther. Caden to Kennedy Quinn. Out of Redding. Backing her way in, and she will draw another foul going up. Back-to-back fouls against Haley Redding will send her to the line. It's come down to free throw. Obviously, we're not down on the floor. That looks like a clean block, though. Everything they've let go tonight. Redding's free throw is good to put the Lady Tornadoes back up, 45-44. Again, Redding shooting at 71%, best on the team. If you want somebody at the line, it would be Redding. She knocks down both. Tom there. 46-44, Lady Tornadoes back on top with six minutes gone in this fourth quarter. The second sectional semifinal game from Bushnell Prairie City High School. Winner will play Illini Bluffs on Thursday night. McKenna Johnson goes up. Gunther will take it away, and then A-Town, a little discombobulated, will turn it over. Wow. That's, a tough, that's a tough turnover in the backcourt. you got to stop. It's a tough turnover, but also a really tough no-call. A lot of contact there. 1.45 to play. The inbound will be to Landry Smith. And Smith will travel before going inside. Well, offense for defense, I think, with, uh, with Coach Dugan here with 1.43 to go. But before that, it's going to be a full timeout from head coach Joey McLaughlin. We'll take a quick 30-second break and catch our breath and come back with the conclusion of a good one. A-Town leads 46-44 to on the PCSN. We'll be back in 30. Back here on AM 1330 and FM 95.7 WRAM. 1.43 to go. We'll set the stage here. A-Town, the Lady Tornadoes have built a 46-44 to lead against the Lewistown Lady Indians. They have the ball here, and Kennedy Quinn will bring it over the timeline, looking to secure a spot in Thursday night's sectional final against Lewis or against Illini Bluffs. Swing inside, nice look to Haley Redding. She goes up strong and puts it off the glass. Four-point lead for late for A-Town. All ten points for the A-Town Tornadoes here in this fourth quarter. Fifteen in the second half. And she you struggled know. early. Yeah, and Coach Dugan a little bit of running the play where they're slipping screens more and they've done it like three or four times in a row now so obviously it's worked 112 to go big three here for Lewistown it rims out for Isabel Bonney rebound Kennedy Quinn the, Lewis, the A-Town section is on their feet as we've got a foul that'll be four on Smith Andrew Smith has, they already had one of their seniors foul out and I know if Lewistown cannot come back and win this game, that's, that's a tough end to a, to yeah, a high Kenneth school career. Johnson's one has got to pick up the fouls here, not Landry Johnson. Can't get a foul there. Haley Redding's got it. Seven Johnson's minutes gone here. Under a minute to play inside Kennedy oh, Quinn. Oh, nice foot to Caden Quinn and she gets it to go. <laughs> she could have anyway, <laughs> taken it and scored easily. But Caden Quinn gets that jumper to go. The eight-pound section back on her feet with 49.6. 
It forces head coach of the Lewistown Lady Indians, Joey McLaughlin, in his third season to call a timeout here. 50-44 will keep it here. We've had an exciting game. It was defensive in the start. A-Town, again, they found their rhythm. It wasn't exactly like the Weathersfield game because in the Weathersfield game, they struggled all first half. But it came in that late second half, that 8-0 run, and since then, A-Town has found rhythm, and they haven't been their best, but they've been good enough. Yeah, I mean, doing a lot of things right. You know, offensively, I think they're executing really well. You know, they're setting some screens. Posts are doing some slipping, and they found them. And Redding has just said, I'm taking over, and, and she basically has. 49.6. Both teams back on the floor. It will be Lewis Pound's ball. They're going to need looks well, like, a six-point gap. Looks like uh, D-Mac beat Canton 44-34. That's a very stout DMAC team, and they're DMAC versus Peoria Notre Dame on Thursday. Yeah, as must must see in this area. So many good teams in this area. Thirty-nine point seven shot is no good. Battle for the rebound. It's a loose ball foul against the Lewistown Lady Indians, and with the tornadoes being in the bonus, they're going to get two shots. Just got to make just got to make your free throws here for thirty-seven seconds. Caden Quinn will go to the line. She is a 48% free throw shooter. Only shooting about 48 free throws. This will be for a three-possession game. And she knocks it down. Solomon collected. No one in the bonus anymore. Coach Weber, I was going to get your thoughts. What do you think about the new five-team fouls? No no and one? You know, I, I like the and one, to be honest with you. I mean, it's... It puts more pressure on people. Yeah. You know, the two automatic is, I mean, it's still pressure, but not like a one-on-one. Hayden Quinn knocked her second down. Jolie McLaughlin three. That's a big one. They cut this back down to two. There's about 25 seconds left, and Hayden Quinn gets tackled on the inbound. Should it be an intentional? Yep. As she got taken down pretty hard there, and it will send Quinn to the line for two. Called an intentional foul. Yep. And the second is going to go against. They can get the number down there. Wiegand, that'll be her fourth. Now we'll back off here. 52 to 47. Kennedy Quinn, 63% shooter. Two shots and the ball. That's huge. Looked a little short there, but I got the shooter bounce and roll. We've had a few times on both ends tonight. We had some kind rims. Quinn. Second free throw is good. This is a three-possession game, and on the initial foul, A-Town with the ball again. Lewis Town's going to have to foul right back and put somebody on the line yet again. As Coach Dugan looking for the timeout, he finally gets it. (laughs) It's going to be a Full timeout for the Lady Tornadoes. That's their last of the game with 22.6. Again, they'll have the ball out of the break. We'll Just set the stage here. Do not foul. That's why. That, well, actually, we'll get with Coach Weber. What would you be telling your girls right now? You know, you're just, if you're Lewiston, you got to get up and guard. Deny all over. If you foul, you foul. And then if you're eight time, you get it in. A, you don't need a shot. B, be strong with the ball because they're coming after you. If there happens to be a ball, let A-Town, you're not going to let them, but you're not going to follow them. And the ball goes through the basket, and this is the problem with most girls. ball goes through the basket, let it bounce. Yes. Just go stand Good out point. of bounds on the baseline and let the ref get the ball. Too many girls run and grab it, 
and then instantly it's, the count starts. And so if you're Aton, if they happen to make a basket, they're not going to get it three times in 22 seconds. Let the ball bounce until the ref gets it and throws it to you. Both teams back on the floor with 22.6 to go. Now, if you're eight down here, you've got two fouls to give. This is where you can get a couple, right? Let five, ten seconds kick off. The inbounder will be Caden Quinn. I'm not sure why it's taken out of bounds underneath the basket. She gets it into Redding, and she is immediately fouled by Wygand, and she will foul out of the game. Be the second lady ending the foul out. She's going cruising. And it will send Haley Redding to the line, and that's the highest percentage for eight now. That's who they want. Only 28.8. Haley Redding has a chance to make this nine as Subhorn keeps going off here. The BPC, as it looks like, checking of the game is 12 for Lewistown, and the first free throw is good for Haley Redding. 55-47. Redding, second one's good. She was money tonight. Boy, the, uh, the Tornadoes have shot really well here from the free throw line all night long. The nine-point lead for the Abington Avon Lady Tornadoes. The 21.8. Kenna Johnson. McLaughlin. Top of the key swing into the wing. A Redding shot on the way is too strong. Pulled down by Ford. That's going to be it. win. The Lewistown Lady Indians will not, uh, they will not foul here. Kennedy Quinn will dribble it out. The A-Town Lady Tornadoes can celebrate. They're moving on to the sectional championship game this Thursday night. They'll be right back here at Bushnell Prairie City High School in the Dome with a chance to take home a sectional championship. They've already got a regional title under their belt this season. They've got a chance to take down. The Illini Bluffs here, the number one seed. They played an amazing game against Anawan. That should be a lot of fun, and I believe we'll be right back here on the PCSN that night. This is a amazing game. We'll come back and break it all down here on AM 1330 FM 95.7. The Tornadoes get a 56-47 win. We'll come back in three minutes with the post-game show. Back here on PCSN, AM 1330 FM 95.7 WRAM after an, an entertaining Catch my breath here. Entertaining game between the Abingdon Avon Lady Tornadoes and the Lewistown Lady Indians. The A-Town Tornadoes get a 56-47 to win over Lewistown. That improves their record to 26-7 and and sends them on to the sectional championship game this Thursday night at the Bowl. And we will turn to head coach of the Abingdon Avon Lady Tornadoes, Brent Dugan, here on the postgame show. Coach, good win tonight. Thanks, Caden. Uh, really appreciate you guys being here supporting us. Um, I'll tell you what, that's what it's been for like three games now, that we get out to those slow starts. Um, tonight we had a little bit of a flu bug and just different things we had to overcome. And no excuses, the girls were reaching down deep and got a little extra there, especially in the second half. Um, I like how our first, we ended the first half. I got a little momentum going. And uh, once that happened, then there was really nothing to stop us but ourselves. Absolutely. Um, we talked about, again, the, the slow start a bit with the Weathersfield game last week against – Weathersfield, 21 to 13 start, and it was 24 to 15 before the half, and then an 8-0 run. What what did you guys kind of say? Because I know you caught a timeout in that that period. What do you say to them to just get that going? Well, number number 20 was in foul trouble, so it's 21 there in the, in the second quarter, and we really wanted Kennedy to drive the ball at them. And then once she did that, then the other cutters, some of the slips were open as well because they were hedging 
head, when they hedged, though, they were hedging deep in the lane, and Kennedy did a nice job all but once, did a nice job of getting downhill and caused them more problems. And then once they were doing, they were helping so much that that caused other people to be open. I thought Caden uh, hit some key shots of free throws big there at the end, and uh, she played with foul trouble. But I'm, I'm telling you what, there's not many 5'10", 5'11", freshmen that with her condor arms that can give you that much as a freshman. And, not, you know, we always talk about Candy Quinn, and there's no doubt she's the best player on the floor most of the time, if not all the time. But when Caden Quinn gives you those kind of minutes and does those kind of things, uh, I don't know. She's got a little bit of a fumble happy right now. i got to get her, her dad having to run routes for the quarterbacks or something because uh, she's fumbled the ball a little bit. But other than that, I thought those two freshmen played really well. Avery was really, really sick. She played monster minutes. Um, Taylor's always over mat, oversized as far as the depth of in the – she did a nice job. And then I thought Haley came through really a lot there in the second half. Got her weighted on the low post and – Hey, girl, you go right at him, and that's what she did. And she gets the free throw line. She's pretty much money. I'll turn to a Coach Webb for some questions here, a little coach. Oh, coach he's on he's the already got his questions written down. <laughs> I've, been, I've been waiting for this for a long time. <laughs> coach Doogie, congrats, man. Thank you. Uh, great win for you. Um, I'm not sure whether I was more impressed with the win or the more impressed with you sprinting up those stairs at halftime, man. I, that was impressive. I, I wanted to, the, the kids to see that, that, hey, this game's not over, and that was the momentum. And if my fat butt can get up those stairs that quick, then they can play out the second half and finish the first. I was actually just hoping they had some oxygen in there for you, but you know the most embarrassing thing is I was looking around, and no one was following me, so I didn't, I didn't know what. <laughs> you thought I, it was the first quarter? Yeah, no, I thought it was the no. first quarter, but hey, impressive, impressive win. So you're down nine, going late in the second quarter. What's your message to the girls? Because I mean, you want big eight zero run, and and we talked about Redding. You know, her first shot was a foot short, and her second shot was a foot long. And we talked about it. all she needs to do is make one, and she made one, and then just got rolling. I mean, how yeah. big was she tonight? Well, when it's a foot short and a foot long, all you got to do is throw it right in the middle of that foot long, foot short and foot long. I mean, come on, Webb, you're a good coach too. You yeah. figure that one out, right? Yeah, no. No, but more importantly, I think everybody had to get in the flow of the game. We've been down nine to Anawan just uh, two weeks ago, forward uh, back and won that one in triple overtime. Uh, we've been down nine to Weathersfield in the regional championship. And that was in the ten, in the, well, actually ten in the third quarter. Came roaring back. Just uh, this team's got a lot of grit, and they, and they show it every game. And I keep losing two years off my life, so I don't know how much longer I have just to live this life. But it's a good one right now. Yeah, I mean, from a, from an outside perspective, you know, they got down nine, but there was no panic, and and that's key. I mean, that might be that. But how about your second half? We didn't keep track of turnovers, but I think in the second half. Halfway through the third quarter, through the fourth quarter, very, very few, if any, any turnovers. So, I mean, right. kudos to the girls, you, you getting them ready to play. But uh, what have you worked on that, that, that's allowed them to give them that confidence? Well, when you got a point guard that just has full control of the game, and every now and then she'll get a little bit out of hand, but I can't take the bite out of the dog, as my other coaches call me, and nor will I. Um, no. But sometimes I just want her to bite at different times. But I'll tell you what, the aggressiveness of her and how she played, played – I wouldn't call it uh, necessarily flawless, but it was darn near flawless for us and how she plays. She doesn't turn the ball over. I thought uh, her pass, it's a play we run to the corner. Haley made a cut. That's a read play, and you've got a freshman out there reading that and yeah. seeing that. And when you got those kind of things happening, the turnovers go away, the bad plays go away, and then you execute your plays. And I thought we did a real nice job of that late in the game. We got them sped out a little bit too much, and 
Um, they just had a hard time going going against our athleticism. Yeah, and you, and you mentioned the freshmen, and we talked about it, the young guns versus the seniors. You know, Lewis and ton of seniors, you guys with, with a senior, but uh, mostly a younger group, and real impressed with how they came out, and they, especially late in the game, took care of the ball and just actually put it away. Yeah, and that, those that senior moments, I, I always say that, and I've coached long enough, you two have, you have as well, Webb. You see those moments getting tighter sometimes if it starts slipping away. So that's when they get more aggressive, and that's when those back cuts happen. That's when the open floor plays happen. And obviously, there is experience level. I'll take three on my team any day, the Smith girl. Right. She, she did the same thing that uh, Kennedy did. Kept everything under control um, until it was almost time that they got out of control. And when 20 went down with the fifth foul, I think that was big for them because when they were isolating her in the post, she, she was very difficult to guard. Right. Yeah, no, she did a nice job. So, hey, on to the championship. You've had a line I blessed once. What what's, what do you got to work on between now and then in order to knock them off again? Well, we ticked them off. Um, that wasn't probably the best move, but uh, that was on, what, December 29th. They have uh, improved. They got some length. It's going to give us some problems. They probably saw some things out here, Lewis and Div. It's going to give us some problems. But we're going to have to combat that. It's back to work, as we just said, in the post game. Let's celebrate this for the hot minute. Let's get some water in it. Go home and get some rest. But we got to get back to work tomorrow. And we'll get the girls prepared. It's nothing that we haven't seen necessarily, right. other than you talk about experience. You got the senior leadership on there on their end as well. And man, they're long. They are just very long out there. And, and we kind of know what they're going to do. And I, I imagine they're going to do a few things different than what they did on December 29th or 30th, whenever that was. But uh, we got we got some other things in our hat as well to pull out the rabbit. So I feel very comfortable going into that game. I, I wish this flu bug would get away from us, though. That'll help things a lot. Absolutely, Coach. Thank you for joining us on the postgame show. We're looking forward to getting back out here on Thursday night and broadcasting what should be an amazing game against uh, Line Bluffs. They're a tough team, but I would put your guys' resume, your schedule, against some of the other 1A competitors yeah. in this. It, it is a loaded schedule. You guys, I think, are ready. Yes, I, I agree. That's battle-tested is what we keep saying, and I think that's also get you get you through games like this. I'm, I'm glad I did it that way. There was sometimes I was questioning my smarts. I had to call Coach Weber occasionally and say, how dumb am I? I'm scheduling DMAC for another game and I'm scheduling this person for another game and, oh, by the way, we got Calhoun coming down. By the way, will you play him with me? Because I feel, I feel real bad for my team, so I want to make your team feel bad, too. Yeah. Calhoun was end up 27-4 or 5 or something like that. Yeah. So, all good teams, and I think that's what's helped us out to this point. Absolutely, Coach. We're looking forward to seeing you on Thursday night. All right, Kate. Thank you. Thank you, Webb. Congrats, that is Tommy. head coach of the Abingdon Avon Lady Tornadoes after a 56-47 to win over the Lewistown Lady Indians. They move on, of course, to Thursday night's sectional championship game against the Illini Bluffs, who beat Anna Juan in the first game. They improved to 29-4, so it should be a fun one from the bowl as we'll uh, wrap up post-game coverage here all turn as we get a uh, Tim Strat back in here. I will turn to you for the uh, final scoring update. Let's get the Lewistown Lady Indians first. They were led in scoring by 11 points from Abby Wigan before she fouled out. 10 points from Jolie McLaughlin. Uh, 8 points from Lexi Cruzen before she fouled out. 7 points from McKenna Johnson. 7 points from Landry Smith. That's uh, almost about 5.5 under her average. Uh, over or 1 for 4 from the free throw line. A couple 3-pointers for Landry Smith. And then 4 points for Isabel Bonnie, 7 of 11 from the free throw line for the Lady Indians. Four, the A-Town Tornadoes. 26 points from Haley Redding. 
Uh, 17 of that came in the second half, and 12 of that came in the fourth quarter. She was 7 of 9 from the free throw line, 5 of 6 in the fourth quarter. This would be 4 of 5 in the fourth quarter. 18 points for Kennedy Quinn. She was 6 of 6 from the free throw line. 7 points for Caden Quinn, 3 points for Taylor Ford, all from the free throw line, and 2 points for Emma Gunther. 18 out of 23 for the Tornadoes. That wins a lot of postseason games going 18 for 23. Absolutely does. Sure does. I'll turn to you guys for any uh, final thoughts on this game before we wrap up uh, coverage here. You know, I thought when you know we talked about who's going to take care of the ball better, I thought A-Town, not taking anything away from Lewiston, but I thought A-Town took care of the ball better, um, especially in the fourth quarter. Obviously got the looks they wanted to, um, got some situations with some players where they wanted, put the Redding girl where she could score. She had the hot hand, and so they just kept feeding her. And so impressive win for A-Town. Coach Dugan, I know he works hard. Uh, I talked to him this morning, and uh, some of the things he wanted to accomplish, they got done. And, you know, with some sick girls, so very impressive. Absolutely. The Abington Avon Lady Tornadoes get the 56-47 to win here in the sectional semis. They'll be back at it Thursday night for a chance at a sectional title against Illini Bluffs right here at the Dome. Or at the Dome. What am I saying anymore? <laughs> the, the ball. Yeah, the ball. At Bushnell Prairie City High School. <laughs> so, for Caden Rogers, John Temple, and head coach, Scott Weber of the Mammoth Roseville, the Titans, the A-Town Tornadoes get the win. They'll play Thursday night. We'll have that one on AM 1330, FM 95.7, and RadioMammoth.com. Thank you. Special thank you to Ashton Toll for engineering tonight. Always uh, a little biased, but always the hardest job, I say, <laughs> it is. to run. But this is easy. Absolutely. Just talking. <laughs> I do it every day. All right. I do it every day. So that's going to wrap up our coverage. We hope that you join us Thursday night. We hope you join us tomorrow. At the shoebox, the Mount Roseville boys, that's our next game. They take on Rockridge on the uh, semifinals, the regionals. So a ton of basketball, a ton of postseason basketball on the PCSN. We hope you join us until tomorrow. Thank you for listening. We'll see you.